They will start the race last, but they will get to their destination first. We speak about the prophetic dimension. A man like Elijah, this man one day had shut the heavens. Are you guys here with me? He had shut the heavens and King Ahab spoke to him. At, at a particular point, Prophet Elijah found out or showed the nations that his God is the God of Israel. I'm coming somewhere. Because you do know that this is warfare, right? You know this is a fight of gods. And when God saw Elijah being able, I'm starting something, but being able to prove God to the Israelites, the Bible says to us that eventually he began to pray for rain to come again. He prayed seven times with his face between his thighs, praying, praying, praying. And at a particular point, he then saw a small hand or his servant saw a small hand rise from the seas going into the heavens. And he said to King Ahab, listen, mount up upon your chariot and head towards Jezreel. If not, the thunderstorm coming will overtake you. Jezreel saying, God saying that Jezreel, a place in which he banked upon. A house, a city in which he banks upon. But what I want to draw your attention to before I say something is that when you look at the life of Elijah, Elijah started his race because he must get to Jezreel too. If not, the thunderstorm will overtake him. But he told King Ahab, use your machinery. Use the, uh, the artillery that you've got. Use your chariots to get there. The functions of men, the strength of men. Go ahead of me. But you see, I always used to laugh at this scripture. When I saw Elijah, we look at the life of Elijah. And Elijah allowed him to go by the chariots. And then took his cloak. I'm starting something. Please bear with me. Took up his cloak. Girded himself with a belt. And began to run. You know, my visual um, take on that must have been the most funniest thing ever. Imagine seeing King Ahab on chariots, horses running. And then you see Elijah with a cloak pacing past the chariot. Where God was telling them to go to was somewhere where God was sowing to. I'm coming somewhere. God sowed into a world that was filled with wickedness. But there are two people looking for a kingdom. The kings of this world and the kings of God. And these people that are going, so I, when I start to say to you guys, and I want you guys to listen to me, everyone else can come. I'm going to tell you why we're praising. Because you see the prophetic man, the prophetic generation, SPAC nation. What causes us to praise is not the same thing as the world uses. No, hear me. I cannot be praising. I cannot be excited based on what the world's excited upon. So when you look at someone like Elijah, this was a character that was girded by truth. This was a character that because of truth, the grace of God, the anointing of God brought him ahead of King Ahab. Now, why did I start with all of this? I've said it, I keep hearing it, I listen over the words and I understand. When I look at Pastor Toby, what it took to take this nation so far or to build a platform for you and I, he took the word, faithful to the word and truth. 
But that was just a starter. I just want to say one thing to you guys. How many of you guys, and I, I, I want to do something a bit different. How many of you guys, hearing what we've got ahead to do with ourselves, Pastor Toby's been speaking to us, telling us that we're going to take the nations. We're going to see the tens of thousands, the hundreds of thousands, and I believe all of it. But how many of you has partaken or feels the weight of that same call? No, I need you guys to listen to me. How many of you are just responding to excitement? But who is carrying a weight? You see, there was a weight that carried Christ to prayer. That carried him to the ministry of the spirit. I said it before that the problem with mankind is that the word of God is not to be handled by just anybody. Flesh cannot handle the word of God, only the spirit. For the sword of the spirit is the word of God. So unless the spirit indwells me, lives in me, I cannot handle this word. Cheap talk means nothing. Like Pastor Toby said to us, the word must create. So why am I starting like this? When we look into the word, I've been asking myself every time I was talking to Pastor Alex. And last night I began to think. And I was talking to Pastor Alex and I don't know why. But every time I'm to walk out of the presence of people, a weight comes upon me. Not a fear, don't get me wrong, a weight, a responsibility of this call, an understanding of this call. When I look at the leaders, when we look at some of the generals, when you look at the sleepless nights they have just because of the agenda, just because of the mission, I'm asking God, let me partake in that responsibility. I look to Joseph, I look to Daniel, I look to people that would represent God in a godless nation. I look to people that must bring the banner of God, the ark of God, into God's presence. And listen to me, listen to me, Spanish, because where we're going now is no jokes. I cannot play games. It cannot be by words that we excel the presence of God in this nation. This nation will come when God finds a man. But the man that God is gonna find, listen to me. When I'm hearing the word every time, Pastor Toby's speaking every time. I listen to Pastor Sam, Pastor Dami, I listen to everyone. I ask God, why is it that I receive? Why am I experiencing this pain? This pain is not coming from the flesh. It's not that someone's hit me, but there's a pain, there's a weight that I cannot express. Then I realize there's two types of lights. The light that God gave us. But darkness is also a light. People see in darkness. In fact, the Bible warns us that there's a darkness that if you ever mistake and think it's light, how great your darkness is. So I understand that we can see in darkness. But those that see in darkness, they are, they, 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 they argue, they criticize the light. Now, why did I say that? Please follow me here because I've said to God, as this work has been commissioned to us, I lay my life back down into darkness because Adam, Abraham, must first see in darkness before a nation is given to them. No, you didn't hear me. I hear the yes sirs, but hear the word. Before, you see, imagine that God created all things. Oh, I love the word. God created all things. Ah, he created all things and said of all things that it is good. 
and the only thing that he said was not good was Adam being alone. Everything, everything that came out of the presence of God was good except Adam being alone because Adam had no one to compliment him. No one that was in agreement with him. So what does God have to do to him? God had to put him in a deep sleep. I don't know what light you're going to see other than darkness in a deep sleep. But I know he saw because when something was taken off of him and put before him, he knew what it was. You're not hearing me. They took the rib. God saw Adam, injured the man, wounded the man. Because only the wounded man can receive word. Only the wound, the temple of God. I don't know why you give me five minutes though. I don't care. Like, sir, you've started a madness. Spanation. So listen, so he looked at Adam, put him in sleep, took a rib from him, created a word called Eve. He named Eve his wife, but Eve was first a comfort. I only need comforting when I'm mourning. So what happened is that God took from me, God took from us. I said that the guarantee or the acceptance the spirit of God is when the word leaves you. Pastor Toby, you go in as my word. I said to someone yesterday, I don't want to be someone that just speaks word from the Bible because I go court and the judge speaks words to me, but that cannot be word. But I remember that the Bible says that the word became flesh. It never returned. So word has always been flesh. So when I look at word, I'm saying, oh God, I need the agony, the pain that I'm feeling, my God. Because the word that comforted me was taken from me. Taken from me. And God said, no, no, no. You don't need two helpers at the same time. You need one that replaces the other. So I look at the word, Pastor Toby. And he's telling me he's got to go. And I'm saying, sir, you cannot go. And he's saying, I've got to go. Then I understand. He says, it's expedient. I hear you, sir. It's expedient that I go receive the spirit but when the spirit comes who does the spirit how do you know a spirit man he's a wounded man the temples of God all of them I asked myself why did God take pleasure in a temple that was filled with blood why why do you take temple why do you take pleasure in a temple soaked with blood and I realized that it's only the wounded man so when I'm praying in tongues, I said this to COD, when we're praying in tongues, I have not entered the realm of the spirit yet. My praying in tongues is building my most holy faith to enter a frequency called praying in the spirit. The Bible says pray without season. It says do not give up in prayer. Do not faint in the place of prayer. And I'm asking God, but there's a time that I have to sleep. How do I pray when I'm sleeping? But have you ever heard? men that's transcended into the praying of the spirit when they enter the praying of the spirit have you ever met a man sleeping his body's asleep but his spirit is still praying lord bring me into a frequency that when i walk by a person i am already walking in the spirit i hear what the lord is saying concerning that man i see what god wants to do for our generation it will take rock 
Jesus Christ showed us. And this is where I end. I told you don't give me five minutes, but this is where I end. You look at Jesus Christ. This Jesus, revelation man, spirit man, seven eyes of the spirit. But one thing that accompanied the seven eyes was wounds all over the land. If he's ever going to see the scroll that is in God's hands, Nation, listen to me. There still yet remains a word for my flipping generation. And I must slow. I must get into a place. Hold on, so the pain that I'm feeling. God, where did it come from? I say it to COD all the time. You are fathers, you are mothers of revival. Spark Nation, we heard that there are many people looking at Spat Nation and taking up the image of Spat Nation. So the only reason why we must have rooms is because we are the ones to take the word to lead them. But I looked at Abraham, a father of the faith. We are a father of the faith of young people who love God and are completely prosperous. We are the fathers of that faith. But you know what it takes for Abraham? Abraham one day gave. Oh, listen, I'll end here. Abraham one day gave to the place that God gave him dread. God gave him horror. He gave and gave. I asked myself this morning, why do I feel like this? He says, you gave your place. You gave your way to a place where I can give you the dread of nations. I get it. My family could have had a dread of immigration process, right? But God has given me the dread of nations because whatever you have been given will be given to you. When I ask God for the nations, when Abraham gave, 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 God put him in a deep sleep. He couldn't see no longer. But when he got to that predicament, the Bible says, and great darkness and horror came upon Abraham. The agony, the pain you're feeling. Some of you have not been speaking it. The, you, you feel fearful. No, it's God saying, I have given you the nations. Are you listening to me? I have given you the nations. This trade is not ordinary. That's why your words can't articulate it. For the spirit makes intercession through you and I by wordless groans. So I'll be hearing PT speak. I'll be looking at young people. And I'm saying, Lord, why did you give me this image but did not give me resources? He said, I gave you image without resources to build a compassion for those people. Bless God.